My name is Scott Nye, and this is Talking Radical Radio. Hello and welcome to Talking Radical Radio, where we bring you grassroots voices from across Canada. We give you the chance to hear many different people that are facing many different struggles talk about what they're doing, how they're doing it, and why they're doing it, in the belief that such listening is a crucial step in strengthening all of our efforts to change the world. On this week's show, I will be speaking with Sarah Sultani and Katya Stewart-Gagnon. The World Social Forum is a global gathering of social movements and civil society organizations that has been taking place on an almost annual basis since 2001. With roots in the Latin American social movement tradition of Encuentro, or Encounter, it began as a deliberate counter-event to the annual World Economic Forum, a meeting of political and business elites held annually in Davos, Switzerland. The World Social Forum was first held in the city of Porto Alegre, Brazil, and over the last decade and a half has been held in a range of cities across the Global South. The World Social Forum is being held in Montreal, Quebec from August 9th to 14th, 2016. The organizers are expecting between 50 and 80,000 people to attend, and they will be able to participate in 1,500 separate self-managed activities, from conferences to workshops, from debates to cultural events. Representatives of more than 5,000 organizations from around Quebec and around the world will be involved in helping make the event happen. There are a number of features that make this iteration of the World Social Forum unique. It is, for one thing, the first to be held in a country of the Global North. As well, the Montreal Forum is experimenting with a number of new approaches. Unlike all of its predecessors, the organizing is not being driven by one or a group of large funded non-governmental organizations, but rather by a grassroots collective comprised of individual activists that is doing its best to be exhaustively transparent in its processes, budgeting, and decisions. Rather than orienting the event towards producing some sort of final overall statement, the organizers are concentrating on using both the event and the process of organizing the event to bring people and groups together in a way that they hope will go farther than ever before to implement what has long been a core principle of the social forum process, supporting existing local struggles and catalyzing new initiatives on the ground. Sarah Sultani and Katya Stewart-Gagnon are both members of the organizing collective. Sultani is an environmental educator, and her role in the collective is as the co-facilitator of the Mobilization and International Relations Working Group and the facilitator of the Environment Committee. Stuart Gagnon has been involved in the Logistics Working Group and is now the Communications Officer for the Forum. They speak with me about the World Social Forum and about the process of bringing it to Montreal in 2016. We spoke by Skype from Montreal. My name is Sarah Sultani. I'm involved in the uh, collective of the World Social Forum 2016 here in Montreal. I am also an environment educator for teenagers. That's my work. And I've been volunteering in the collective since last July. I am the co-facilitator of the Mobilization and International Relations Working Group. And I also facilitate the Environment Committee of the Forum. I'm Katia Suargagnon. I'm in uh, charge of the communication. I'm the communication officer for the World Social Forum. I was volunteering first at the Logistic Working Group, 
And then I started to do the communication as well. And now I'm the communication officer. So it's been a few months that I'm here with the team. The World Social Forum, tell you a little bit about it. It's coming to Montreal from the 9th to the 14th of August 2016. We're expecting 50,000 to 80,000 people coming to Montreal for this event that's going to be happening on a week. And during the week, there's going to be 1,500 self-managed activities. So conferences, panels, cultural and artistic activities also. And 5,000 organizations will be working toward the forum. So 5,000 organizations are going to organize those activities and also are going to be involved in the process towards it. I was involved in the student strike in Montreal in 2012. I was a student during my last year of my bachelor. I was doing a communication bachelor at UCAM, which is one of the universities that was very involved in the strike. And I was eight months in strike for my last year of bachelor. That's the moment I had my, my political awakening, as I like to say. After that, I changed a little bit my trajectory, my, my personal career trajectory to more social community work because I realized the strength of a social movement and taking the public space also to express and to mobilize. And this is the moment I think I got also the passion for the mobilization. So that's why I'm working now in the mobilization of the forum. I was involved in different movements after that, just trying to find my way through in different groups and collectives in Montreal until I found this collective here, where it's very open and inclusive. So I directly felt that it was my place to be at this point. And I have to say that it's a big learning experience for me because I'm still at the beginning of my experiences, my professional experiences. So learning how to mobilize a public to unite and to create this major collective project. It's an event, but it's not only an event, it's a process. And as for me, I was also involved in the Maple Spring, as they call it here. So I was a student at the time, and I was also striking for the Maple Spring. I went to the last World Social Forum as a collective de la Société Civile du Québec. It was like for people from Quebec going to the last World Social Forum in Tunisia. So I went there only by myself just to know what was a World Social Forum because I didn't know about it. But I wanted to know what was happening elsewhere in the world to change the world and how we want to change the world. It's also getting involved in some activities. So I wanted just to know what was happening in the world. So I went there and I always say that that's where I, I was born for the World Social Forum. So I decided to get involved in the next one that was in Montreal because it was my hometown and just to be part of it so I can be involved in a lot of changes. Not only one thing that was only for myself and for my friends, but to be involved in a bigger project, something that can really change the future. So I wanted to make connections, contacts, and to be part of several projects for the future. So that's why I decided to get involved in this World Social Forum. Yeah, maybe we could give a little bit details of what is a social forum. A forum is the largest gathering of civil society in the world. What we're trying to do is create a space for different activists or social organization, community organizations, or any citizen that is interested in changing the world or reflecting on alternatives for a better world. And the event in itself is just a small part of it because right now the process to creating the space is giving the space for these activists or people that are engaged in those struggles to meet and work together. So we're trying to create bridges between different people and organizations. So in itself, it's really a meeting space, a convergence space for all people that are trying to reflect on a better world. 
it's a really good space for people that wants to learn about it also because some people don't know how to get involved, don't know a lot of organizations. So that's a good way to start your process just to get involved, to learn about it. And then you make contacts and that's how you can go in a project and start doing some activities and be an activist. The first forum was organized in Brazil in Porto Alegre in 2001. It was in reaction to the uh, economic forum that was happening in Switzerland and Davos at the same year. So there was a major uh, left organizations in Brazil that decided that it was time to create a counter forum to the economic forum that was happening in Switzerland. It was created by organization. That's important, the nuance here, because here in Montreal, it's organized more by engaged, involved citizens. It's not organizations that are behind the forum. So there were different organizations. There was workers' movements, also movements that came from the church. There was the um, paysans, worker of the land, that were organizing the first one in 2001. After that, different forums were organized in the world. In 2002, 2003, there was forums in Brazil, then one in India, then back to Brazil. In 2006, there was a forum that had three centers in Mali, Venezuela, and Pakistan at the same time. Then it went to Kenya, Senegal, and the last two were in Tunisia. As you can notice, all of the forums that I mentioned in the last 10-15 years were organized in countries that we say usually of the south. So it was really a challenge for Montreal to say, okay, now maybe it's time to organize a forum in the western northern hemisphere. That's when a collective here in Montreal, after the Occupy movement here, after the Maple Spring, said it was maybe time to go to the International Council because there's an International Council that decides each year or each two years where the forum goes. A country has to go to the International Council and present its candidacy to receive the forum. We felt that it was maybe time here to go in the West and see that we have to unite the North and the South and start working together towards a better world. Because we have the same struggles. It's not in the same way. It's not at the same time. But we also have the same struggles. So we have to share our ideas all together so we can make some projects and we can gain some new ideas so we can make some projects here happening and to change how it works here in the North and how it works in the South. Also, the World Social Forum is a movement in itself, but there's also a lot of thematic forums and regional forums. Last week, for example, there was a, a thematic forum on nuclear happening in Japan. In Brazil, a month ago, there was a thematic forum on the 15 years of the World Social Forum happening in Brazil. And in Quebec, there was two regional forums that happened in 2007 and 2009. So that's when the group of people that organized the two regional forums in Quebec after organizing these two, reunited again and said, now it's time to have the World Social Forum here in Quebec. So the, the core organizers of the regional forums here work together again to prepare the project at the candidacy of Montreal during three years. How did the process work leading up to that decision to host the World Social Forum in Montreal? There was a big proposal. It was a big document with the budget and the main goals and everything, how it's going to work. So it was a really big document and they had to go through several meetings with the International Council. So it took us two years to have the opportunity to organize the World Social Forum because there was also some other countries that proposed at the same time. It's also important to understand that when they select the country that will receive the forum, it's not by chance because the forum is a way to help the local struggles to go further or to help activists locally to create also bridges to be in solidarity with the struggles in the countries that are receiving the forum. 
For example, the reason why Tunisia was selected for the last two forums, it was during the Tunisian Revolution. And the forum was a logical place to do at this point because it was going to be a trampoline for the transition towards democracy that was occurring at this time. So when the collective of Montreal went to the International Council, they went to meet them in Morocco for the first time and then a second time in Tunisia. At this time, it wasn't the right time for Montreal. And also, why Montreal? Because Quebec has been proven on an international level to be a very engaged province. People here are very active on a political way. We, we saw it during the Maple Spring, but we also saw it with the movement against austerity that is happening here, the different strike that we saw. And there's also all the movements, the activists and the activity around the blocking the pipeline here. All the citizen groups that are, have been created in the last two years. So when they went back to Tunisia in 2015 at the last forum, all this was presented. Montreal also was seen as a place where there is political activity and where it could be helpful to put a forum there to bring our own struggles further. There was a lot of question on getting the forum here in Montreal. The main thing the council was worried about is that it's not easy to get people here in Montreal from the south. There is the visa question that it's very difficult to get a visa to come in Canada. It costs a lot. The ticket is very expensive. Just booking a hotel here is more expensive in Montreal than in Tunis, that's for sure. So the major worry was the accessibility of the forum, because now we're expecting 50,000 to 80,000 to come to Montreal. Of this 50,000 people, 80% we're expecting will be coming from Quebec, so from the area very close to Montreal. 10% we're expecting are going to come from the rest of Canada and the United States, and 10% from the rest of the world. So it's very important that this forum is not only a Montreal forum or a Quebec forum. It has to be a world social forum. That's what we're working towards. For it to be a world social forum, we have to make it easy for people to come here. That's why we're working to facilitate the visa extension. So we're putting pressure on the federal government. We're training people here to be able to help people to come to assist them in the visa process. We're also creating financing help for them in different ways to get them to be able to pay their ticket or have financing for their project to be able to bring it here to Montreal. So one of the major worry was the accessibility. There was also another one that was also because, uh, as Sarah said before, it was citizens that decided to start the project. And normally, in the past, it was organizations. So that's a new, uh, a new way to organize yeah. it. It wasn't really reassuring for the International Council, mainly representative of organizations that are on the council. So when a group of citizens came to them and without a lot of resources said, we have the ambition and we have the will and we have the willpower and the strength to bring it as a group of activists and a group of teachers and citizens, and students, we're going to bring it here. That was really innovative for the International Council. What's the process of actually organizing the forum look like on the ground in Montreal? We have different working groups. We have eight working groups and we have a lot of volunteers. We couldn't do it without the volunteers that are giving some time. We have also self-managed committees that uh, wants to mobilize and make some activities in the program about some interests that they have. For example, education, health, and stuff like that. So we have a lot of volunteers also in some organizations that are working in the self-managed committees. And we work all together so we can mobilize and make the programmation for the August. And it's important to understand that for the forum, we're not a common organization structure. We have five core values that help us think about how we're going to be structured as a group. 
our values are in the charter of the forum. So anyone who want to organize a World Social Forum has to respect those values. And those are horizontality. So we are a horizontal structure. That's why Katia was explaining we have eight working groups. So we are very decentralized. No one has a decision power over someone else. We try to take our decision in a consensus as much as possible. So we have long, long discussions and debates every time we want to take a major decision. So we are horizontal. We are also self-managed. So every working group, every committee that works on a theme have to decide on their own way of functioning. As long as it respects the values of the forum and our major objective, they decide the way they function as a group and as a committee, as a team. We are also independent from any political party or religious institution or any group that want to change the world with arms. So we are independent from all of these. It's important to note that we're not apolitical. We are independent from any political party. So a political party cannot come to the forum and present an activity to recruit someone in their own party. Or they cannot finance. We do not accept financing from any political party. We are also transparent. So all our documents, our budget, our numbers, everything we do is available for anyone who asks. We do not hide any information. Uh, Everything is online as much as possible. And we are also especially open and inclusive. As Katya say, we work on a volunteer base mostly. We are more than 300 volunteers here in Quebec and in the rest of the world working for the forum. And because we are open and inclusive, we have to facilitate anyone who wants to enter the process must be able to enter it, but not only enter it, we have to help them enter it as much as possible. So the reason why we have those five values is because we imagine a better world. It's not about imagining it, it's about living it. So we try to live the better world through our process, our organization process. So we have, again, a lot of teams, a lot of committees, a lot of groups working for the same goal, but on different part of the projects. Also, we have the uh, extension that we call it. If some people that are outside uh, Montreal wants to participate in some uh, meeting, we facilitate by Skype or some video conference so they can also participate and be active in the discussion of every meeting. How have you managed to fund this work? We had different funds. We got, like, first of all, uh, subsidies. One from Tourism Montreal, so the Office of Tourism of Montreal. We had different organizations that give also funds, different workers' groups. But our main funding also comes from the participation fee. Because to come to the farm, we were in a pre-registration for the last four months. It was $20 people had to pay to register on the website and have access to the whole week of 1,500 activities. We had about 7,000 people register in the last four months. And now the pre-registration period is ended and now the ticket is $40 for the whole week. So someone who wants to come to the forum has to pay the $40 to have access to everything. So that also helps us to get the funds for organizing the forum. But it is a challenge. Our funding is a challenge. We are still waiting. We try to solicitate people to help us financially. If you want to donate, we're going to put online a social participatory financing project soon to ask people to help us fund the project as much as possible. And we have also organizations and some groups that want to participate and they are further away, so they just want to help the forum. So they give also a fair amount of money, but still it's how we are making it big. So it sounds from what you've been saying that civil society and social movements in Quebec have really bought into the idea of having the World Social Forum in Montreal this year. 
But I know from what I've read and heard about past social forums that there sometimes are folks on the left and in movements who are somewhat skeptical about the social forum process. Talk a little bit about that skepticism and about the ways that you would respond to it. I heard those doubts coming from groups. Also more grassroots groups that usually find that it's a big place where people talk and there's not a lot of things that are being done there. But I like to respond. I'm also, I'm learning, as I said in the beginning in this process, I don't have all the experiences of the World Social Forum. But as I'm seeing it happening in front of my eyes every day, as I'm very actively involved in this project, change is already happening in this process. And we have to say it again, we're doing it in a very innovative way. We're doing it in a very grassroots very motivated, involved citizens, activists, students way. It's not the same forum as has been organized in the last 15 years. It's really we're trying to rethink the forum. I'm going to give you a very concrete example. I facilitate the Environment Committee. And in this committee, there's people from major environmental organizations. There are people from different citizen groups. They're just curious citizens. They're students. They're teachers all working together. So I see them around the table, creating bridge between them, understanding how each one works and seeing that they have, at the end of the day, the same goal, but they're just doing it in a different way. But just creating this space where they meet and they start to create, for me, is a change that is happening. So this really open structure that we created, anyone, anyone who is just curious can just come and listen to our meetings or everyone that comes to a meeting for the first time has as much decision power as anyone else. So it's really a very energetic and hopeful structure. And that's also why we are transparent. So we want to show people how it's working and we want to show them the results also. So that's why we give information about the budget, about the uh, registration and everything. So we are showing also that our process is working. And also we have the initiatives. That's a project that we're going to have at the end of the forum. We are showing to the citizens of Montreal what initiatives were born during the forum or during the process of the forum. So it's not only a gathering to speak, it's also to do something. And that's how we show to the people that it's concrete and we have concrete projects at the end. In the programming of the week, there's going to be during three days a space for something that we call convergence and assembly towards action. In this space, organizations or involved groups can meet up and create a concrete action plan to change something after the forum. Because we're not going to get out of this forum with the big World Social Forum in Montreal declaration. That's not the goal of it. We want to create a space for hundreds and thousands of local initiatives to get born. So, yeah, we try to go more in a smaller scale perspective. We are conscious that it's a challenge every World Social Forum. So we are trying with the International Council as well to make it more realistic and to show that it's doing something and closer to the reality of the groups that are involved in it. Usually groups have as much little resources as we do, so we understand their reality because it's our own reality as a collective. So we adapt our structure for this kind of reality of groups that have little money, little human resources, little time, and we understand the urgency of the world that it has to change. Tell me more about the kinds of things that are going to be happening at the forum itself. The week right now is still in construction. We know the schedule, the time frame of the week. But because the activities are self-managed, it's all the organizations that are going to propose their own workshops, their own conferences, their own panels. We as a collective are only going to organize the major big conferences. And this is on three days. 
We have some already speakers that has confirmed that they're going to be here. For example, there's Naomi Klein that will be a speaker. Uh, there's a Chico Whitaker that's one of the founder of the forums that's going to be present also here. Then all the 1,500 activities are going to be proposed by the organizations themselves. So now if you go on the World Social Forum 2016 website, you will see that you can, as an organization, propose an activity for the forum. So all the details of the programming will be available as soon as organization will register them. And we have also the big march on Tuesday and the opening ceremony on Tuesday. So yeah, we start the week with a big opening event. Then we have the three days, 10, 11, 12 of the 1,500 activities, the convergence assembly towards the action. We also have artistic and cultural programming in the evening. And then on the Saturday and Sunday, we close the forum with the presentation of all the initiatives that we're creating during the week and a big festive event because it's important also to have a break and just to party all together. What are some of the ways that you hope that the forum will be able to support local struggles? The big part of it is to make contact. There are some organizations that are working together in some self-managed committees that never worked together before in the past years. That's a big progress and that's how you can change and work together and it's going to help all the organization as well. Also, learning the values that we try to promote, our five core values, we try to make the promotion of them in all the groups, all the committees that are meeting. So some organizations never worked in a horizontal way or never worked in a transparent way. So it's trying to share this way of working. So just revisiting the way you function as a group is also a change that is happening. But the forum is really, for me, a pretext. When I see groups meeting up and starting to work towards the forum, I say to myself, oh, the forum is already happening. We are living the forum. Each day, people meet up towards the forum. Right now, I'm living the forum every day, and I see the change already happening. The change, I don't hope for it. I see it. I see it every day. So for folks who are maybe listening to this in another part of the country, who are involved politically in their own local communities, why don't you give them a, a pitch as to why it would be useful to them to come to the World Social Forum in Montreal in August? What I would like to say to groups in Canada is that we are waiting for you, not in August, right now. So please come in contact with us because we're trying to reach out as much as possible to all the groups in Canada and, and in the rest of the world. But what we would want more is that the groups themselves are getting involved in this process. So I would like to say to all groups to take this forum as an opportunity, as a step towards something greater and something bigger. We don't think that the forum in itself will change the world. That's not the ambition here. But we just want to create a space where something can happen, where we can have energy and hope and aspire together for something better. We have to be here and we have to prove that we can have solidarity between us and that, that we can work together for a better world because the urgency is real. So together we can make a change happen. You have been listening to my interview with Sarah Sultani and Katya Stewart-Gagnon about the organizing that will be bringing the World Social Forum to Montreal from August 9th to 14th, 2016. To learn more about it, to find out how to get involved in the organizing, or to register to attend, go to fsm2016.org. That's fsm2016.org. To find out more about Talking Radical Radio, the guests, the theme music, and the ways that you can listen, 
or to suggest topics for future shows, go to talkingradical.ca and click on the link for the radio show. On the site, you can sign up for email updates or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. I'm your host, Scott Nye, a writer and media producer based in Hamilton, Ontario, and the author of two books of Canadian history told through the stories of activists, Gender and Sexuality, and Resisting the State, both from Fernwood Publishing. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you tune in again next week.